doesn't help me! <laughs> you jerk! <laughs> Hello, I'm Britty. It is 3.45 p.m. Hello, I'm David, and it's 7.45 p.m. Time zones are hard. Time zones are hard! And also, there's a time change. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, there was a daylight savings, and we lost an hour, which means we're an hour closer. Hey, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be later than it was, and... I, I did wonder why we were recording earlier than usual. I totally forgot that that was, like, a thing that happened. Like, it Ooh. happened on Sunday night, and I was like, cool. <laughs> no worries. I didn't need that hour anyways. I legitimately... I did actually stay up, not on purpose, but I was, like, awake, and I was just trying to go to sleep. And so yeah. it hit, so the time jump happens at 2, so what happens is it goes from, like, 159 to 3, and I saw it happen on my phone, and I was like, <laughs> I have made a poor judgment of staying up. I need to go to sleep immediately. <laughs> it was not good. It was not good. Anyways, anyways, welcome to Time Zones Are Hard. Uh, mm -hmm. Once again, I have uh, made a, a judgment call, and... Our format is not as not as snappy as it once was, so we're gonna try something new. We're gonna just uh, be ourselves. We brought some alligators. We, oh yeah, we did, and piranhas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make it a little snappier. <laughs> this, welcome to my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Get out my swamp. Get out my swamp. <laughs> Somebody. Right, so what are we talking about today? <laughs> um, well, how about we just start with, hey, how, how was your week of um, no internet? How did that go? Oh. <laughs> David's face just dropped into the pits of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a dream about what an um, post-apocalyptic life would be like? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been through it. <laughs> <laughs> Life without internet is so bizarre, but if I'm honest, since I've had it back, I haven't used it at all. <laughs> I'm being honest. I, I actually feel so much happier. <laughs> Did you get like more done? Where you were like, oh, cool, I can't Google this random thought that I have. <laughs> Might as well work on some music. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stay ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> no need to know facts. Come on. No, God, just make him up as I go along. <laughs> Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Come on, this newfangled internet craze. <laughs> oh, dear. Did you know that I, I lived for a year when I was in school without internet in my apartment? God. It, and at, at that point, I also did not have data on my phone. So my apartment was literally like a void. It was a dead zone. Yeah. Uh, I was very, very lucky. Um, I actually lived right behind the school library. So if I really needed to like work on projects and things, I would go to the library. 
Mm. And and in all honesty, it kind of makes you more productive because you're like, I can't sit at home eating, you know, uh, potato chips and sitting on my <sighs> couch watching a show and like on your computer. You have to like men- mentally, you're in the library, you're like working on your project. Um, I did. I went to a co- couple coffee shops too, but it was it was also frustrating because like when you're so used to like googling something or like tweeting things or emailing people when you think about it it was just it was a lot it was a lot i get that but never again like the minute (laughs) the minute i actually got data on my phone for the first time because i Mm. for a really long time had a smartphone without data which is fine you can operate uh, pretty much everywhere has wi-fi so you're usually pretty good um, but you can't do things like uh, put your phone as, like, a GPS because you can't Wi-Fi while you're on the road type deal. Yeah. Um, but the minute I got data on my phone, I'm like, my life has changed. I am never turning around. It is a new leaf, a new chapter. <laughs> data, <laughs> always. Data is king. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say what has happened is because I've not had any internet to get news, I've been buying newspapers. Which is the first thing for like me. Like an now. old man! Like I'm an like old a, man! <laughs> honestly, I've been walking down to the shop and I've been leaving with a newspaper and some milk. <laughs> and I've been waddling down to the shop, walking back really slowly. <laughs> You're just aging in, I, I before give, my <laughs> eyes! There's your beard! It's growing so fast! Put it back! Put it back! <laughs> I walk in there, I give them the exact change. Oh, they say, oh, £2.40. So then I stand there with a massive cube behind me, slowly counting out the change in my hand, just to give it over, and then I say, thank you very much. Do you, are you sure you don't say, thank you very much? <laughs> and then I start talking about how my grandchildren never see me. My ankles hurt today yeah. real bad. Oh, I gotta have another operation. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's my hip. <laughs> I might just have a lie down on the counter here. I don't know why. <laughs> me becoming old in the UK gives me an American accent. <laughs> real quick, let me just lie down on the counter. You don't, you don't mind now, do you, Sonny? I just yeah. need to lay down here real quick. <laughs> 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 Oh my goodness. Oh no. Do you think yeah. the person that's behind the counter is used to it by now? Yeah. I'm used to it in my shop. <laughs> it's alright, old man. Take a little nap. <laughs> it's okay. Here's a little blanket made out of old newspapers. <laughs> you can put the cash machine underneath your head as a pillow. <laughs> See, in the shop I work at, uh, majority of the customers, because it's it's a small village, are elderly. So when there's a massive queue, they literally do take about five minutes after they paid to disappear away from the tilt. So there's people in the queue waiting. They're just looking around at me, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't move her. <laughs> I can't physically get them to move. They want to talk to me about their life. I can't just go. Can you move on, please? <laughs> It's your. It seems like it's so much harder for you to be trapped by small talk than it is mm. for me. Because like it's we horrendous. both, we both work like behind a counter where you know there are people that need to flow through. Um, yeah. But my 
my thing is typically if I need to get the next person, I will like look at the person who's talking to me and then I'll look behind them and I'll be like, I can help the next person, please. And like, yeah. you know, you just like cut them off midstream, but it just seems like you're so afraid to like it's stop too rude. a person's <laughs> conversation. It's far too rude. <laughs> Honestly, any, any bit of rudeness can tip how you're perceived by someone in this country. Like I said many times, if you look at someone without saying hi as you walk past, you they won't say hi to you again. <laughs> or they'll, they'll, sub, they'll subliminally think, oh, he was a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> Do you think hell is being trapped by small talk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just... Oh, it's the worst. The amount of conversations I've had this week at work about the weather. You know, when I was little, I used to think, why do adults talk so much about the weather? Because I'm like, mm. we know the weather. I would rather talk about, you know, the dragons storming the castle or whatever. You know, as a kid, you're like always in your <laughs> own little world. But yeah. like, now that I'm older, my immediate response to people asking me how I am, especially in, in Erie at this time of year, I'm like, I'm cold. The weather's yeah. terrible. And I'm like, yeah. why do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, no one cares. But, I, like, you ask me how I am, and instead of being like, oh, my life's pretty good, I'm like, I'm freezing in this particular moment. <laughs> I am a pretty popsicle. <laughs> this is very important for you to know right now. Oh, dear, dear. <laughs> why do well, we do this? I don't at the shop. Um, I'm even guilty of starting the conversation about the weather. <laughs> just to stop it from being quiet. Because there's, there's awkward small talk, or there's an awkward silence, mm-hmm. and the silence is, is just perceived as rude, because then you're just not engaging with each other, and then small talk is just awkward. <laughs> so recently, in the past week, we went from completely covered in snow, to a hot sunny day next day, and then the very next day was pouring down with rain. Okay, now that is... Apart from the snow, the snow is quite... Well, all of a sudden, it's not so rare. At the moment, we've been snowing a lot here, which is... We hadn't had snow for about six years where I live. Wow. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we can't leave the house. (laughs) And then the next day, it's gone. (laughs) It's just melted away. And um, so, yeah, that was a big topic of conversation at work at the moment. But the thing is, the more customers I get in that talk about it the more I start to say to other customers what customers have said to me. <laughs> and then those customers go, well, why did you say such a silly thing like that about what I've already been told by other customers? <laughs> I'm just basically having a conversation with customers. I'm basically a pigeon. I'm just copying <laughs> I'm just copying a message over which has been sent to me. <laughs> you just, like, coo at customers. You're like, yeah, yeah, just, how's the weather? The weather's coo, nice today. Coo. 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 <laughs> 250 please oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine a giant pigeon behind the counter and no one questions it because everyone's too afraid to be rude to this pigeon <laughs> yeah. it starts flapping it. Then it starts looking at you and then you're afraid it's about to fly in your face <laughs> just like, no no oh I always feel like I'm an NPC when I'm at work because I have these phrases that I say every time someone will say, like, it's like a prompt, like a, like a video game NPC. If you go up to someone, you know, in your store and then you're like, 
you know, thanks, yeah. have a good day, or whatever. Like, whenever people are like, oh, thank you, you know, because I gave them their cup of coffee that they paid for. Like, yeah, yeah thanks for thanking me, I guess. But what I'll <laughs> always be, what I'll always say is, no problem. But it yeah. will come out usually very quickly, and I won't have any kind of, like, no I won't be like, yeah, <laughs> looking at the person. I'll be like doing something else and being like, no problem. And like, I do it every single time. And I'm like, yeah. I, how am I not, how am I sure that I'm not living in a simulation? Because I'm like real close to being like a full blown NPC. <laughs> like, I just, I'm, ugh. I'm doing the same at the moment, but I found myself talking to cashiers in another shop the way I talk to customers. So, I'll, oh my pass, I'll pass it over to the counter. Say this newspaper. I'll pass it over to the counter. I'll say just this, please. And then they'll say, uh, "Okay, that's this much." And I say, "Thank you." And I give them the money. And he goes, "Thank you." And then it's just a conversation of, of "thank you" over and over again until, <laughs> "Okay, thanks. See you later. Bye. Have a nice day. You too. Thank you. Bye." <laughs> until you it still goes whilst you're walking out the door, and it goes like that in my shop. Now, I say thanks when people hand over the change to me to put in the till. <laughs> just doesn't end. It is No, hell. it doesn't. It's it literally It is constantly, hell. thank you, and the weather is all you talk about in the shop. So, <laughs> they put the stuff on the table for me to, to, step, to scan, and I say thanks. But I don't care. <laughs> For me to scan, but I'm constantly. First thing I go is thank you. <laughs> oh <sighs> man, we NPCs leave enriched lives behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> hell, <laughs> NPCs in hell, but uh, when we're off, we have lives. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I think we've fully uh, made ourselves up in a tizzy about being npcs um and working in hell and so uh let's let's uh move on don't you think a little bit a little bit well well actually i haven't (laughs) grabbed my newspaper today all right well you do that and i'll just uh enjoy your your nice crinkled uh really lovely sounding newspaper while i try to talk over you <laughs> that's some good sound folly right there right wow there. yeah well who wants to hear about this doctor who article that i didn't even know was on the front page until just now oh no yeah doctor who always destroyed my career me too <laughs> same 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 Except this is Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh dear. I've just received a message from someone. And it said time zones are hard. <laughs> well, that's true. Um I mean that's yeah. <laughs> yep. That's true. So, um oh. well, other than other than living without internet, anything else exciting happening with you? Um I'm getting a sofa next week. Hell yeah. Living that solo life now. <laughs> well, so solo, it's not just me, it's my girlfriend as well. <laughs> <laughs> so not not so solo life. <laughs> the Han Solo life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in your own studio now, which is really, looks really bare mm. and empty. It looks so great. Wow. 
Apart from all the. Ah, oh, there's the trash. Still on the moving floor. in trash. <laughs> but yeah. this time so, around, we don't have to worry about your bun children. My what? Your bun children. Your my bunny. bun children. <laughs> your oh, bun. my bunny. Okay. <laughs> Your fu- bum children. I've got I children mean... who've got bums for faces. Or <laughs> <laughs> all my children are homeless. <laughs> well, they wouldn't be homeless if they're your children. <laughs> <laughs> they don't live here. <laughs> your grown they can't homeless, the rent. <laughs> fuzzy children. All right, let's not make fun of your bunny too much. Um, <laughs> she has done nothing wrong in her life, and I love her. <laughs> <laughs> she does like to wee on the sofa. Well, that then that's, that's one thing. Hence why we're getting a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so then she can just make that her new toilet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she now owns the sofa. Well, so it's been a while since we've actually talked, because last episode was me and my sister. Um... Mm-hmm. We were chatting about Girl Scout cookies, which I I have my I have my box right here, and oh, no. I have my Thin Mints, and <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that she was gonna put, go better than it was. <laughs> she just put five in her mouth at one go. <laughs> I I I appreciate you um making my. <clears throat> cookie eating skills better than they are because i just i didn't even eat half of one <laughs> i couldn't keep it together <laughs> all right i'm gonna put that down oh boy oh boy um anyways so yes i have been doing crazy things and by crazy i mean artistic that's okay. probably the best way to put it um I have been, I think I talked about this before, but I have been um, involved in a community theater show called yeah. Mr. Burns, a post-electric play, and we just finished the last show on Saturday, so I am all done with that. Um, it was a really cool experience. I haven't been on stage as like an actor uh I say ever, but like as an adult, I've never been on stage. Like I've I've done mm. stuff as a as a kid. Um, it's terrifying. I had a really good time. It was really good. like immersive theater. So each act they changed the seating. So the yeah. first act was in the round. So like the audience is all the way around me, and we're just kind of like sitting. The characters are sitting in front of this like fire, and we're just talking to each other. And then the second act, it's kind of like like a runway almost so the stage was was long and narrow and then the seats were on the sides and we would walk back and forth and and do our our bit in there and then the third Mm. act was traditional theater seating where we had a stage and then we had the seats facing towards the stage um and the third act is all singing and that was like the most terrifying (laughs) thing i've ever done in my life because i you sung i yeah i did i i don't think i can sing and I did a whole act of singing, and it was like, wow. it was a lot. Oh man! And I on my next album. Yeah, no, no, because my I can't sing-, sing featuring Britney Lee. <laughs> I can't whole though. Five minutes solo, no instruments. <laughs> All I was doing was yelling with style. 
<laughs> yeah, they miss style. That's how they do it. That is how they do it. I was just like yelling. There was no like actual finesse to any of my notes. It was just me being like, I'm sustaining this kind of like this for a while. <laughs> That's that was my singing. Oh man. Oh, I want to was... um <laughs> I want to sample that. <laughs> Sustain, sustain, sustain. I love this live remix we've got going. Remix. Remix. Oh my god. I haven't heard you laugh like that before. <laughs> I'd use that as a snare. Oh my god! Boom! Ah, boom! Ah. Stop! <laughs> I'm gonna lose it! <laughs> I'm gonna lose it! Dun, 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 dun. All the bodies hit the floor! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That was the third act. Forget everything I just said. The third act was all remixed. <laughs> and we made no one the went to the show, by the way. <laughs> we made the audience participate. Everybody had to be a beat. <laughs> oh, Brittany didn't say it was a very good show. <laughs> I did not. That's one thing I did not say. Unscripted. Everyone beatboxes at the same time. <laughs> We just beatbox um, The Simpsons. It was fine. <laughs> beatbox The Simpsons. <laughs> That's incredible. I love that. <laughs> it was. came down halfway through. Uh, <laughs> that was just have like the 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 title screen. Oh man, it was okay. So the play was about The Simpsons, but it wasn't about The Simpsons. Oh okay. So I don't want to like spoil it if anybody wants to read it because it's an interesting read. If you do, if you don't see it performed, it's I think there's a difference between reading it and seeing it performed. But right. the overall idea is that at the beginning of this show, there's a group of survivors from some kind of catastrophic event that are trying to remember an episode of The Simpsons. Because, <laughs> like, you know, what do you do when it, you don't have any kind of entertainment and you're sitting around a fire? You tell stories. And so yeah. it's, it's they're trying to re recall an episode of The Simpsons. And then we move to seven years later in Act 2 where they're recreating an episode of The Simpsons as, like, <laughs> a performance-type <coughs> deal. And then That's Act good. 3 is 75 years later where it has kind of evolved into this, like, operatic story. So Act 3 is basically, like, it's so far removed from Act 1 and 2, and we're, like, on stage, like, we're the Simpsons, and, like, it's, you know, the story is so twisted from the original episode, and it's really dramatic and dark. Like, yeah. The Simpsons is not, I mean, it's dark a little bit, but it's, it's more lowbrow comedy. And this, like, Act 3 is all, like, oh, man, the drama of everything. And it's really funny because a couple of the performances, I feel like the audience thought we were taking Act 3 really, really seriously. And we're not we're not necessarily taking it seriously, but we're trying to perform it seriously. So yeah. it's very it's very funny. Like, um, there's a bit where 
I sing, um, I sing, uh, about how we're the Simpsons, but it's the, really the Flintstones tune. So, yeah. Simpsons, we're the Simpsons, we're a united family. And it's like that whole, like, it, you know, it's a super silly, silly, like, I'm singing about being a united family, uh, you know, of Simpsons, and it's to the Flintstones, you know, theme song. So, like, the audience, I think a couple shows didn't feel like they were allowed to laugh. And I'm like, this is super funny. We're just playing it really seriously because we're supposed to be like these performers in this world who yeah. are taking it seriously. But as like a person, I'm not taking it seriously. Yeah. So it was really interesting to kind of get that. The last show, everybody was really having a good time. There was a lot of like good interactions from from kind of the audience for the, all, the whole show, which was really cool. That's good. Uh, and I just was thinking about like... Community theater is such a very specific experience, and it's different each time. And I feel like if you've never been involved with community theater, you won't have no idea what I'm talking about. Because a lot of, like, traditional theater is very, it's it's one one thing. Like, you go, to a, you go to a playhouse, or you go to kind of like a tour, like a Broadway show. It's all very, like, you know grand and this is how a show is supposed to be and like mm. community theater is so like gritty and like it can be controversial and it's so small like i've never been to a community theater that's a big space and it's always like super cheap because no one has any money in community theater and it's <laughs> it's all about that like integrity of performers and everybody's a volunteer no one's getting paid to do it so they're doing it because they like to do it yeah love I mean, what's what's your experience with kind of theater? Cause okay, let me just let me just uh, let me just start you with this. When I think of theater in England, my I'm immediately going to like West End and yeah. the Globe, which are like you know incredibly incredibly high like theatrical art of like you know, Shakespeare and, like, Broadway musicals that have gone to West End or West End musicals, and it's, like, you know, the the grandiose of theater. I, I never even think about community theater. In, I, I mean, it, it took me a minute, it took me a hot minute to realize that there was, like, small community theaters in New York City, which would make sense, <laughs> obviously, but, like, you think New York City, you think Broadway. You think mm. off-Broadway, which is still very high, you know, not all off-Broadway is high art, but, like, a lot of off-Broadway is high art. Like, Hamilton started as off-Broadway and is now a smash hit on Broadway. So yeah. that's what you think of. So, like, even, like, England, English theater, I'm all, specifically, always thinking Shakespeare, but I know that there's other performances of, of shows in England. So I'm curious, like, what your experience with community theater is. Community theater, um... Uh, I'll disappoint you is I don't have too much knowledge of it. Is there, I mean, like, if you were to, like, go on Facebook and be like, hey, I'm trying to look for a local, you know, theater venue or group, would there be mm. one? Yeah, there is one in my town. Um, I don't know if it's still going, but it was around when I was at school and I almost joined it. But then I chose music. <laughs> Well, the good thing about being an artist, David, is you never have to choose. You can do every <laughs> art ever. <laughs> like me, if you go to my website, it is literally every art ever. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, I did get a top mark in drama. 
Uh, funny enough, I didn't get a good mark in music. <laughs> <laughs> but I chose music over <laughs> which is funny. Um, I've only ever really done one show of any kind, but it was at, at school, mm-hmm. and it was for a grade, as you would call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it was called Bouncers. Uh, for our GCSEs and I remember absolutely shitting it <coughs> and we we performed it about four times in a week as a warm up one mm-hmm. and then finally the the best performance we did of it thankfully was the final one which is the one we got marked on Yeah, we were buzzing <laughs> oh, it was incredible. And <laughs> I remember halfway through, we had started fights between each other because it was just getting too stressful. Oh, no. We, <laughs> we were all falling out within the second, oh, second or third. No. We have been, we've been rehearsing this for about three months every yeah. day. Yeah. So there was times when it was over-rehearsed. Right. So we we were just shattered. We all hated each other. <laughs> Some people weren't turning up to rehearsal. Hot. There was only four of us. I hate that. <laughs> oh man. Oh dear. But um. And then as soon as it finished, we never spoke to each other again. <laughs> well, I haven't heard from any of them. Well, actually, that's one of the people I worked with. One of us four. Yeah. His name's Sam, and he's now in. Um, he plays Scorpius on stage at Harry Potter. What? Cursed Child at the moment, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So he's doing really well for himself, so I'm proud of him. Yeah. Because he's really good. He, out of the four of us, he deserved it most. Good. Good. Yeah. I love I love that because I love, I mean, I met a lot of, obviously, artists when I was in school. And, like, seeing them, like, be successful and go on, I'm like, yes, I'm so proud of you. Even if we've <laughs> talked, like, one time, I'm still really mm. proud of you. Yeah. He's the best actor I've seen. That's so cool. That's that's awesome. Uh, just for him to, because I know he's a huge Harry Potter fan, so as soon as I heard the news that he was actually going to be part of something official on stage, oh, so happy for him. That's awesome. Can oh, you imagine, me. like, playing in that space that you've always wanted to be a part of? Ooh. That would be so cool. Now, I'm on about... This was only four years ago when we did this piece together. Wow, that's like... So it's not long after school. Bounds. That's <laughs> awesome. So, that's yeah. so great. Shout out to Sam. Sam Blankin. <laughs> well done, man. Uh, so I just I just had a thought. I, I just remembered. Um, so I had a couple people that... I Like some of my co-workers and some of my friends and family came to see the show, which was really cool. Um, and everyone was incredibly impressed with me during this one moment during act one. So during act one, I play I played war with um, my other, you know, uh, actor. And we we were just playing it while we were talking because the whole scene is supposed to be very conversational. So we mm. would play and, like, sometimes I would, like, straight up beat him. And it was really funny because we were really playing war, but war's not that hard. It's just the highest card wins. Yeah. Um, but then halfway through, I would start playing solitaire. Which, not that hard. Solitaire is pretty easy. You know, you set out the cards. As long as I re- could remember how many cards to set out, I was good. Yeah. And then, during that 
that moment, I would have, like, I had, like, a two-page monologue. Yeah. It wasn't, like, 100% two pages. A couple of times, characters would, like, interrupt my flow. Um, But I would, like, I was really playing solitaire, and I was really doing a monologue at the same time. And everyone was so impressed with, like, the fact that I could, like, say this monologue while I'm playing solitaire. And I I would just, it was funny to me because it didn't seem like a big deal. Because, like, solitaire is not that hard, and if I'm not thinking about the words I'm supposed to be saying, they come out more naturally. I'm not, like, trying to force out the lines. And also, during that scene, I wasn't supposed to be, like, really talking to anybody. I was just talking for the sake of, like, you know, awkward silence. Fill the awkward space. (laughs) So that was what my character was doing, was just kind of just talking. So it it was nice because it wasn't, like, there wasn't really a point to my monologue. I was just speaking to fill yeah. the silence. So I didn't have to look, I didn't have to like interact with any particular like actor or character. So I could play solitaire and do this monologue. And it was just like, I don't know what it was about it, but everyone was really impressed that I could do it. <laughs> it's like, cool, new skill for me, I guess, under my belt. Let's get you on the West End. <laughs> just one, one man show where I sit on stage playing solitaire and just ranting. <laughs> the hills are alive. No, no With singing. With the sound of me clicking, playing solitaire. <laughs> I wasn't playing solitaire on a computer. I was playing it with real cards. <laughs> like, that needs okay. to be adapted, though. It needs to be adapted on the PC. <laughs> I'm all right. So I'm gonna start playing solitaire now with my cards, and we can continue this. We can continue this. Um, all right, this I'll, show. I'll start playing Doom. No, you're... <laughs> nope, nope. Must we record this? <laughs> die, die. <laughs> so, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I know I did, but I just was curious if you had anything else that you were like, oh man. Um. Well, I can read to you some articles from my newspaper. <laughs> Maybe not. What do you want to know about the sport? I don't want to know anything about sports. As we've talked about before, I'm not good at the sports. Well, well here we go. Mauricio Pochettino says he is concerned. And that's all it says. <laughs> he, he's concerned about me not knowing sports. Is what he's concerned about. <laughs> you, did, you didn't read the rest of it where he was like, hmm, I'm concerned that Pretty doesn't know anything about sports. This <laughs> massive headline. Concerned. Concerned. Scandal. <laughs> Pretty Gate. Pretty Lee doesn't know a thing about sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I know we're a bit late on this, but mm. the Oscars, those happened. The Oscars. Mm. So, did you, are you interested in that? Because I know that's not, like, your big thing. You guys are, what, BAFTAs? That's your... BAFTAs, yeah, the Oscars was on, and it does draw a big audience here. Yeah. I just, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I watched it a few years ago, but I just... Mm. But then again, music. I don't even watch the music awards here. You don't, wa- you don't watch the Grammys? I don't, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you're, out, you're out for the count. You're like, never mind. <laughs> I honestly don't care who wins. <laughs> if it's not me, I'm not interested. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big fan of the musician's who are always nominated because the people I listen to aren't too well known 
Okay. But if they were up, if they were in the got nominated, I would definitely watch it, and I'll be rooting for them. But because I'll just be watching it, going, why? <laughs> why are they nominated? I don't care. I don't. Out of care. these four nominations, I couldn't care who wins. <laughs> I'd just be sat there grumpy watching or done my newspaper out finding out why this football manager's concerned. <laughs> <laughs> he's con- what if he's concerned about the music? Come on. Yeah. Let the music yeah. play, David. Let, Let it play. play. Let it yeah. play. I really am playing solitaire, by the way. Yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really difficult because I don't have any space on my desk, so I'm like shoving every card into every corner that I have. <laughs> See, the thing I've noticed is she was on about how she could play it and talk at the same time to the audience. Yeah? Yeah. But so far since you started, you've got me to talk for you. <laughs> Good. Good. Someone's yes. got to do the talking around here. Sneaky. Very <laughs> sneaky. Well, I don't have a memorized monologue of what I'm going to say to you, David. <laughs> David. I, I, uh... <laughs> okay, David. well... <laughs> <laughs> I okay, so I do have I do have some thoughts about the Oscars. I want to bring up I'm going to bring up the the Oscar winners because yes. um I went to so I got to go to every year so far that I've been living in Erie, there's a an Erie Oscar party. So what they do is it's a fundraising event for the film society and it's a great night to just go out, have fun with your friends, dress yeah. up. Um they celebrate the local filmmakers as well. Um I was interviewed for the news, and I was, like, I'm not even drinking, and I feel like I'm saying nonsense. Like, I had just gotten there, and this person was like, tell me about this party. I was like, oh. (laughs) But but one of the things that I said was that it's, I think it's very important for Erie to have kind of these events because it celebrates the local filmmakers, and there's a a local film scene happening, and I'm very excited to see where it's going. Um... And I also predicted on like during the interview that I thought Shape of Water would win Best Picture, even though it wasn't my favorite, and it did. It did win Best yeah. Picture, which I saw Shape of Water, and like I, it wasn't my favorite to win, but I can see how it did, and I think it's still important for like um, films that are directed by minorities uh, mm. to kind of be put to the forefront. I was rooting more for Get Out because um, I thought Get Out yeah. was fantastic. But it did, did win Best win Screenplay. It went yeah. one Best Screenplay. So it was That's like, good. it was really good. Um, and Guillermo del Toro also won um, Best Director. So, yeah. which, again, I think that he deserves it. And I think that the movie was good. I just, it wasn't my favorite. I, I liked Get Out. I liked Lady Bird a little bit better than Shape of Water. Mm. Um I think Shape of Water is very, it's a very Guillermo del Toro film. Like, if you're not used to his aesthetic, that's a great, like, that's what he does. That's kind of, like, his storytelling style and his visual style. Yeah. So, it's one of those things where it's, like, it's a very Guillermo del Toro film. Um, I'm looking and seeing what else that I really thought was cool. Um, I thought... Sorry, I, I was just there was two there was two categories that most people aren't familiar with and to be perfectly honest I haven't seen any of the films in it but um, I've heard a lot about it so best foreign language film a fantastic woman won and that was like so important I think to mm. kind of um, diversity in filmmaking and then best live action short film was the silent child which is also about you know that kind of bringing that diversity to the forefront because it's about a a, a a little girl who is deaf 
and I believe it's set in England. Um, yeah. And so that was also really cool to see when, because and and the director she uh, signed her acceptance speech, which I thought was really really cool, because I was like, that's so important. Like, bring that to the forefront. What are you <laughs> laughing at? Oh, no, I was just thinking. Did um, did Peppercorn Tender Crisp win any awards? <laughs> I don't think he was up for any. <laughs> No, no awards no. for Burger King Chundabap. <laughs> no, I didn't see him. Didn't no. see him. Oh. Well, that's think. a shame. Because that's the only person I was rooting for was Benefit <laughs> Benefit Cuttlefish. <laughs> You're really good at that. Yeah, Scissor Kick Thundercat. <laughs> oh man. I also have to say that I think the best speech of the night went to Frances McDormand, who won um, Best Actress for three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, and it was that, so good. That was a film I wanted to see, actually. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm really, I'm, I've got to see mm. it at some point, because yeah. it's just so, it looks so good, and, like, her speech was just so powerful. If you get a chance, I would say, just watch her speech, like... Obviously, you know, watch whatever films that you think are of your interest, but really watch her speech because I think that was just so, so important what she had to say and the way yeah. that she, she really tried to make it about all of the female nominees, which I thought was also really, really great. So yeah. that, it was a really, it was a really cool um, experience to be able to like watch the Oscars and also have a fancy dinner and I was in a really nice dress and that kind of thing. So it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you guys do anything like that for any of your other awards ceremonies. Like Oscar parties are a thing. Like it's not just like just eerie. I know plenty of other films that are films. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of I, other I, friends I, who went to film screenings of that. <laughs> I've got. We've got something that we do parties for. I don't. Probably people do probably do Oscar parties here. I've never been involved in one, but I tell you what, I have been involved in. Yeah. Eurovision parties. Ooh. Do you know what Eurovision is? I do, because oh. um, one of my really good friends, Ella, was, like, really, really, really into it. She's done several <laughs> covers. Like, she's she's a musician, and she's yeah. done all sorts of things about Eurovision. And I'm like, I, that's, that's, like, my only kind of exposure is her. So I only know what she likes. Yeah. Um, but I am kind of... I know a little bit. It's, like, basically... It's, like, Battle of the Bands, but countries, right? Yeah. Yeah, but but <laughs> if if there's politics involved, which there usually is, so if there's a country that's doing bad at the moment, doing naughty things, they don't get <laughs> voted for. <laughs> but there was a few wow. years ago when Russia was threatening power, um, cutting the power on some countries or something, and they they came last, I think, because oh. <laughs> no one voted for it. <laughs> well, power of the people, I guess. Yeah. And but other it's... countries just don't like us at all. United Kingdom, <laughs> always at the bottom. No one votes for us. No matter if we are decent, we put out some pretty good music the last few times. <laughs> but no one, no one likes us. <laughs> are, we, are you guys the ones that, like, host it? I no. say you guys like it's in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I don't think we'll ever host it anytime soon. It, you have to win it to host it next year. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. 
But, I'm um, not doing so well at this game right now. <laughs> I think I've exhausted my options. Oh, wait. Nope. There's a move. We're good. We're good. Resume. <laughs> Resume. Resume your normal programming. <laughs> but yeah, in the voting system, United Kingdom, it shows how much we don't necessarily care about Eurovision anymore in the sense that we vote for all the stupid acts. <laughs> oh, no. We always give the most points to the, the worst performances. <laughs> Because that means they're the ones we've been entertained by because we're laughing our heads off at it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Is that how you feel personally? Yeah. <laughs> well, good to know. <laughs> good to know that about you, David. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever just, like, take some of the performances and, like, remix them? I have. Yeah? I have. You Boom. gotta... I've got, <laughs> I've got a you remix. Gotta... I've, I've remixed... Um, I remixed Black Eyed Peas with a track. Oh, what was it? I think it was Dancing Dasha Tumbai or something, and it was called Boom Boom Tumbai. <laughs> it was Boom oh, Boom no. Pal, but <laughs> it was actually pretty good. <laughs> but but it was it was a, a real piss take of a song. Oh no! It, it was a Ukraine song, and it was possibly the best. Eurovision song that's ever been done. It's just hysterical. That's funny. You gotta tweet this. So everyone, make sure you follow, are following David at Bosket underscore. What you're 38, right? At Bosket score underscore <laughs> 38. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you can tweet it out, man. Do it. <laughs> oh dear. I'm um, gonna be quiet for like two seconds because I won my game. But I gotta put I gotta put all of the cards where they belong, like a real solitaire player. I thought I saw fireworks just come up just, in front right. of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> fireworks everywhere in British Fireworks bedroom. indoors. Fire! Fire! <laughs> this is very important to me now. <laughs> We're having an actual podcast, and I'm very concerned about making sure I put all of the stacks together. All right, yeah. done. Done. <laughs> so, okay. Continue. With it all going very quiet, <laughs> would you like an icebreaker? I would. I would. Let's. This is our new our new idea for um, time zones are hard. We're gonna just ask each other icebreaker questions, and we yeah. encourage you to also send us icebreaker questions um, because. We want to kind of interact with you guys more. We know we know that th someone's listening. We know you're listening. We, we know you're listening. Yes. So if you're listening, feel free to send us an icebreaker question. Um, Please. And we'll uh, we'll shout you out, and we'll uh, we will answer the questions. Okay. okay. So, so you ask me first. The scenario is me and okay. have never met before. We don't know who each other are. We're at a party, and these someone's just gone to us. Hey, this is David. This is Brittany. You two, have a chat. Go on. Mingle. So the first thing I say is, all right, what's the best not-not joke you have? I didn't know you were going to ask me this one. <laughs> I don't... I don't This have... is where I immediately stop you, and then I tell you my favourite not-not okay. joke. All right. <laughs> That's how I would break the ice. I would ask the question to you, <laughs> but stop you before you answer and turn it back to me. Please mansplain this knock-knock joke for me. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> oh, dear. So, it needs a setup. 
It needs right. to set up first. Uh-huh. So why did Sally fall off the swing? I, d- I don't know why did Sally fall off the swing. Because she had no arms. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Not Sally. <laughs> That's so mean! <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm off the couch and I'm going to find another beer. <laughs> And that's why I don't have many friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is why David needs to learn some better social skills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. All right. Okay. So, uh, if you were a candy bar, which candy bar would you be and why? <laughs> this is very right. specific. I would be... In England, I would be a Hershey's kiss. Because then I'd be left alone. <laughs> I would be untouched. You could just be a whole Hershey's chocolate bar if you really wanted I would, to. Yeah, no one would ever put me up. <laughs> I, I don't want to speak live in peace. to you at all. Until I'm in the bin. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't decide. Go. I can't decide if I would want to be a candy bar that I like or that most represents me. Mm. Cause I kind of feel like if I was, um, oh, I can't even think of the name of the bar, but the one with the like rice inside. Um, <laughs> because like rice, you've never had like a crispy rice bar. Crispy rice bar. You ha- oh man. Okay, hang on. I gotta find what, like like, a, like a granola bar or something. No, it's Would like you literally mean rice. It's so it's it's a puffed rice, um, and it's like when it's inside the chocolate bar, it just really gives it like a crunch, but it's not oh, a okay. it's not like a specific flavor. It's just like a crunch, 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 <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find the brand name because I cannot think of it at all. Yeah. Um, come on, crackle. Crackle is a good one. Crackle. Yep. Um, Nestle Crunch. That's the one I was thinking of. The brand name of the bar is Crunch. I've got it. <laughs> I figured it out. Um, what did you say the company was called? Nestle. <laughs> oh my god. Nestle. Nestle. What no. do you What do you say, Nettle? <laughs> Nestle. 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 No. <laughs> Nestle. I think I'm probably wrong in this situation, but I just Nestle. It's been Nestle all my life. It just that just sounds like like you're sp- trying to be fancy. <laughs> Would you like a Nestle Grand <laughs> Crunch bar? Crunch bar? Would you like that nice crunch bar? Let's let's lay down and have a crunch bar. (laughs) I would be a Nestle bar. (laughs) Nestle bar. (laughs) (laughs) Darling, bring me the Nestle. (laughs) See, this is where I've also gone to go talk to someone else. I've been weirded out by Nestle. Okay, I would have just said Crunch Bar. Crunch Bar. (laughs) And that just, actually, that sounds worse. (laughs) That just sounds just as bad. 
I like crunch bars. That's what I like here. I like my crunch bars. What if I did that? What if I was like, hey, if you could be a candy bar, no wait, I would be a crunch bar. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would leave immediately. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Alright, should we do another one? Yes. <laughs> Britty. Yeah. This, I've come running up to you because you didn't want to talk to me. I've come running back up. <laughs> and this is the friendship maker of a question. This is where I change your mind. Okay. If you were a vegetable, what would you be? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let me stop you there. All right. If I were a vegetable, <laughs> <you> were the, <laughs> what would you be, David? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I would be a Hershey pumpkin. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not a real vegetable. You're just too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? We're friends now. <laughs> <laughs> and in both questions I've asked you, I've never let you answer the question. <laughs> Because I've had to answer it first. <laughs> really quickly. Uh, yes. I can't decide if I would be um, cauliflower, because I'm a very white person, or if I would be weak old celery. <laughs> uh, when you are older and you have grey hair, I'm going to call you cauliflower. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I will fly across the pond to strangle you in person. <laughs> Goodness. All right, all right. One more question. Go on, go for it. If you were to create a slogan for your life, what would the slogan be? Let me stop you there. I'll tell you mine. <laughs> <laughs> mine would be fuck it. Let's be creative. Because <laughs> that's pretty much how I approach everything. <laughs> Slogan for my life. Yep. You got no time. No time on the clock left. Come on, no give time. me something. Give me something. <laughs> Come on. What's your slogan? Pitch it to me. Pitch it. Come on. Thank you. <laughs> oh no. David Boskett. Thank you. Thank you. That'll be on my gravestone. <laughs> my tombstone. Rest in peace, David Boskett. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Man, that should be your business card. <laughs> David Bosick music. Thank you. It's like you're thanking them for even listening to you talk about your music. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank, so you. thank you. You should do the bit. Ba- your business card should say thank you, but then it should be like, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. And just not end on the business card. Have a good day. Have a good day. Thank you. You're Have welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Bye now. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. It's still being written. <laughs> it's just like the business card. You're like, wait, I need to finish writing the thank yous. Here it is. Here it is. Wait. Here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I think this is the part of the show where I get to talk about all of the things that we haven't talked about. (laughs) That's not what I meant. That is is the article of Doctor Who Almost Destroyed My Career, Christopher Eccleston. (laughs) It's actually 
uh, that we are a part of the Wonderful Pocket Podcast Network, and we are very grateful that we're on the network. If you want to support us, you can support uh, the network, and you can also review us on iTunes. Uh, you know, write your life slogan on iTunes and as your review, and we'll give it a thumbs up. I don't know if you can do that on iTunes, but it's a thumbs up from me. And then <laughs> tell your friends, word of mouth is super important. That's how we get this show kind of rocking and rolling. And uh, don't forget to use the hashtag TZH podcast. I have not seen any hashtags too gritty for pretty, so <laughs> I might have to discontinue it if no one uses it. <laughs> L- listen, I mean, it's got to be in use or else it goes stale. Um like, Sinks for pretty. There we are. Sinks for pretty. That's the next one. There we go. That's. I mean, that's a callback. First episode yeah. callback. Yeah. Oh man. Bring it back to the roots. Back to the start. Back to Ooh. the beginning. Um. And now we are no longer at the beginning. We are at the end. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is the final episode ever. <laughs> that's we it. We didn't have this planned until just now. <laughs> no, this isn't it. This is just me saying I have been ready. I've been David. And we've been your very favorite Transatlantic podcast. Signing off. Bye. Au revoir. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi. 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 Zones are hard as part of the Pocket Podcast Network, delivering quality content right to your pocket. <laughs>